I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, before we get on with the story, it's time for a massive BKFK shout out. This time to our new Patreon supporters, Russell and Scarlett. And Essie, Lila and Cora. Thank you guys, you are amazing. And now, let's get on with the story. Thirteenth. There was once a father who had thirteen sons, the youngest of whom was named Thirteenth. The father had hard work to support his children, but made what he could gathering herbs. In order to encourage the kids to work fast, the mother would say to them, The one who comes home first shall have herb soup. Thirteenth always returned first, and he always got the most herb soup. Because of this, his brothers hated him and planned to get rid of him. Now, close to the town where Thirteenth stayed, there lived a terrible, wicked, nasty ogre. One day, the king issued a proclamation in the city. Whoever is brave enough to steal the ogre's blanket will receive a sack of gold. Thirteenth's brothers went to the king and said, Majesty, we have a brother named Thirteenth who is confident that he can do what you wish. The king said, bring him to me at once. They brought 13th, who said, Majesty, how is it possible to steal the ogre's blanket? If he sees me, he will eat me. No matter, said the king, you must go. I know that you are bold, and this act of bravery you must perform. Thirteenth departed and went to the house of the ogre, who was away. His wife, the ogress, was in the kitchen. Thirteenth entered quietly and hid himself under the bed. At night, the ogre returned. He ate his supper and went to bed, saying as he did, I smell the smell of human flesh. Where I see it, I will swallow it. The ogress replied, Be still. No one has entered here. The ogre began to snore. And Thirteenth pulled the blanket a little. The ogre awoke and cried, What is that? Thirteenth began to mew like a cat. The ogress said, Scat, scat! and clapped her hands and then fell asleep again with the ogre. 
Then Thirteenth gave a hard pull, seized the blanket and ran away. The ogre heard him running, recognized him in the dark and said, I know you. You are Thirteenth without a doubt. Thirteenth received his sack of gold and was happy. Soon after, the king issued another proclamation. Whoever steals the ogre's horse and brings it to me will receive another sack of gold. Thirteenth again presented himself and asked, I'll need a silk ladder and a bag of cakes. With these things he departed and went at night to the ogre's house and sneaked into the stable. The horse neighed, but Thirteenth offered it a cake, saying, Eat this, old nag. It's yummy. If you will come with me, my master will give you these for the rest of your life. Then he gave it another cake, saying, Now let me mount you and see how we go. So he mounted it, kept feeding it with cakes, and brought it to the king's stable. Another mission accomplished. Thirteenth received another sack of gold. The king issued another proclamation. Whoever steals the ogre's pillow and brings it to me will receive another sack of gold. Thirteenth said, Majesty, how is that possible? The pillow is full of little bells. The ogre will wake up. Whatever. I wish it at any cost. That night, Thirteenth went and crept under the ogre's bed. At midnight, he stretched out his hand very softly. But the little bells all tinkled. What is that? Nothing, replied the ogress. Perhaps it's the wind that makes them ring. But the ogre, who was suspicious, pretended to sleep, but kept his ears open. Thirteenth stretched out his hand again. The ogre put out his arm and seized him. Ha! Now you are caught. Just wait. I will make you suffer for your first trick, for your second, and for your third. After this, he imprisoned Thirteenth in a barrel and began to feed him on raisins and figs to fatten him up for the pot. After a while, he said, Stick out your finger, Thirteenth, so that I can see whether you are fat. Thirteenth found a mouse's tail and stuck that out. Ah, how thin you are, said the ogre. And besides, you smell disgusting. Eat more raisins and figs and get fat soon. After a few more days, the ogre told them again. Put out your finger. And Thirteenth stuck out a twig. Ah, wretch. Are you still skinny? Eat, eat, and get fat soon. At the end of a month, Thirteenth had nothing more to stick out and had to stick out his finger. The ogre cried out in joy. He's fat, he's fat. He called his wife. Quick, my ogress, heat the oven. We will make a fine banquet of Thirteenth. The ogress heated the oven three days and three nights and then released Thirteenth from the barrel and said to him, 
Come here, 13th. We've just got to put the lamb in the oven. But 13th knew what he was planning, and when he approached the oven, he said, Uh, Mother Ogress, what is that black thing in the corner of the oven? The ogress stooped down a little, but saw nothing. Stoop down again, said 13th, so that you can see it. When she stooped down again, 13th kicked her into the oven and then closed the oven door. The ogre heard his wife's cries for help and came rushing in. He rushed for the oven, tripping over chairs and tables, making a terrible racket. In the midst of the confusion, 13th ran for the bed, seized the pillow and ran away to the king with the prize under his arm. After this, the king said to 13th, Listen, 13th, to complete your valiant exploits, I wish you to bring me the ogre himself, in person, alive and well. How can I, your majesty? said 13th. He pondered a bit and then said, Now I see how. Then he had a very strong chest made and disguised himself as a monk with a long false beard and went to the ogre's house and called out to him. Do you know 13th, the wretch? He has killed our master. But if I catch him, I will shut him up in this chest. At these words, the ogre approached. I too would like to help you against that little weasel. He's made my life a misery. But what shall we do? Said the pretend monk. I do not know 13th. Do you know him? Yes, sir. Then tell me, mighty ogre, how tall is he? As tall as I am. If that is so, let us see whether this chest will hold you. If it will hold you, it will hold him. Good idea, said the ogre and got into the chest. Then 13th shut the chest and said, Look carefully, mighty ogre, and see if there are any holes in the chest. There are none. Just wait. Let us see whether it shuts well and is heavy to carry. Meanwhile, 13th shut and nailed up the chest, took it on his back and hurried to the city. When the ogre cried from the inside, Enough now! 13th ran faster and laughing taunted the ogre. I am 13th who carry you on my back. I have tricked you. And now I must deliver you to the king. The ogre roared with rage, but could not escape. When 13th reached the king, the king gave 13th all the riches and treasures he could bestow on him. The king then had an iron chain attached to the ogre's hands and feet and made him gnaw bones for the rest of his miserable life. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.